Hello and welcome to the Madison podcast. I am your host, Ben Lavender, a.k.a. New York's favorite, most handsome, charming, and British and bold mortgage broker, Ben Lavender, as I said. Uh, we have another very special guest today, uh, someone who I hold dear to my heart, who is a senior level member of Madison Mortgage, Miss Sarah Balcob, and welcome, Sarah. Hello, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You are welcome. Yes. Um, it's really nice to have you on, honestly. Um, not that I, I would be dishonest in that, but it's, uh, and we've been trying to get you on for a while, but everything that's been going yeah. on, we've had New Year's and COVID and, yeah. you know, holidays and, uh, but finally we're here. So yes. we're excited to have you on. I'm not going to do a full intro on you because okay. I think the people, the billions and billions of people that watch this, um, <laughs> will, will like to hear from you directly. So Sarah, tell us very briefly because we're going to go into specifics later on what you do here at madison and i'll leave it at that okay uh, i'm one of the uh, loan processors processors here um and uh, after the loan is uh, formally approved with our underwriting department i uh work as quickly as i can efficiently as i can to get it to the closing table yes and um, you do a very good job of it yes do a very I, good I would job. like to think so we try yeah. i try you do you Thank do you. you do thanks you're, so you're much everyone's favorite yeah okay so so basically you are you're a senior processor here right so let's because our audience is a mixture of just you know people that we know people in the business and uh, another thing that we, we didn't really expect, but it's also a lot of people who think about joining Madison, check out our podcast, which uh, yes. w which was a surprise to me, uh, honestly. And when uh, when a lot of the new hires said that, I was like, okay, cool. Um, so tell kind of for people, for people that are potentially not just looking to join us, um, but people looking to get into the business in general, like how did you join us? Like how did that even happen? I mean, I know, but they don't know. <laughs> so I went to college for legal studies and I thought I was going to go into like become a lawyer, go into law enforcement, um, you know, go into broadcast journalism. You'd be a good cop. <laughs> You'd be very intimidating. Yeah. Hopefully I do well on the, on the podcast yes. because that would tell if I would even had a chance in journalism. <laughs> um, so um, a friend of mine had recently gotten married and that wedding kind of rekindled a lot of, you know, elementary school, high school relationships. And uh, one day we went out for dinner and we were talking about our careers because at that time I think I was like 26 or 27. So I was kind of in like purgatory with my career. So I went to, went to school for legal studies. I was doing like administrative, you know, support, um, mostly like clerical kind of stuff, you know, some temp executive assisting. And I didn't know, you know, what I was doing, where I was going. And um, he got into finance with no experience in finance. Yep. And he said, hey, you know, you should look into finance. You know, it's a, it's a good career path. It's solid. Um, if you're looking to grow your income, that's definitely the, you know, the path you should take. And I said, finance? It's like I hated math growing up, yeah. you know, and going to school. So um, he said that he knew of a, a small office in, in Valley Stream. He knows someone there. And that he would oh. refer and send my, you know, my resume, and if it's a good fit, you know, see, you know, try it and see how it goes. So I said, you know, what kind of office is it? And they're like, you know, mortgages. They do mortgages, and I'm like, okay. And just like as, as I'm sure a lot of people here, especially at Madison, you know, 
their only knowledge of a mortgage is that their parents have a mortgage, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, did that sound intimidating to you as like a young person? With absolutely, no absolutely. And I remember, you know, I said, you know what, let's do it. Um, I remember walking in and seeing you and Catherine hmm. and not realizing like maybe a year after working with you guys that we're all the same age. I, yeah. was like, I was like, they're so mature and knowledgeable and like, wow. So how old are you? 30? I'm 32. I'm just. So, yeah. So, we are. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if I'm if you were 31 and I'm still 32. No. So, yeah, Sarah and I are the same age. And Kat. Despite the <laughs> fact that she looks much younger and I look much older. So, but that's that's what this business will do to you. Yeah. I guess. So, okay, yeah, so, yeah. so you came in, you saw us, and yeah. it was just like, like, was it intimidating? Was it? It, it was, but then, you know, when I interviewed with Shaw, and he kind of explained, you know, what it is that we're doing, um, I said, you know what, I want to I wanna try this. I want to I do this. So I started out as assisting Kat with processing loans, you know, assisting Donna, um, yeah. and uh, I kind of gravitated to helping Shaw with his property management. Uh, we were also kind of assisting with the office, you know, reception, you know, light reception work and You're doing everything of calls. Basically. Yeah. And as we began to scale and grow, which happened like that, yeah. um, you know, I kind of, you know, branched off into other parts of what was soon to be Madison Mortgage. Yes. Yeah. And you've you went you basically went from there, you know, in these multiple roles. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and the perp I think the purpose was at the time is that we just kind of needed someone in every yes. single, you know, portion at the end yep. of the day. We and our format was very different as well. Like back then processes ran with files from start to finish, not Correct. just like approval to CTC. Correct. Um, so it was a different game for sure, but then again our volume and the the model itself has changed. So and when you were doing that stuff, was was there anything that you loved to do? Was there anything that you, you even hated doing? I mean, you could be honest. No, no <laughs> one's going to see. What do you mean when I was like, kind of like in everything? Yeah, like, is the, like what did you, you said you gravitated to certain portions. Is this, you know, certain things that you really liked and certain things that you hated or just didn't like oh, as much? Oh, man. That's such a broad question. I liked doing everything. Yeah. What, I, what I disliked, and this is more of like a, a personal thing, is that I hated being stuck on a loan that we had to clear mm. to close as soon as possible. So I hated being stuck, and I, and I disliked, you know, not knowing the why behind why we're stuck and how I can get around it without escalating it to you or Kat or Shah yeah. at the time. Um, that was one thing um, I, w I struggled with, which I'm slowly but, but surely. But you were, you were brand yeah. new. I mean, that, that yeah. that's normal for someone that's brand yeah. new. So. It felt like it was yeah. it was rocket science. But what I what I want whoever's watching this podcast to know is that it's not like when you just you know take your time, sit, read through everything, and make sense. You know, understand the why, uh, problem solve. Uh, th that's that's all really you know processing is. It's just you know meeting th the the condition that the the underwriter is requesting you know, through the lender, through banking guidelines, investor guidelines, and uh, getting your client to the closing table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed having my hand in almost every kind of department and aspect of what is now Madison Mortgage. It was exciting. It, was, it wasn't redundant. It was... I mean, yeah, back yeah. There, then, I think there were, what, like 15 of us, and now there's 70, 80. So yeah. it, was, uh, it was a big difference. And yeah. you went from, like, basically doing all those things, and they were obviously very important, but even like now, mm -hmm. not only are you a senior processor, but you oversee junior processors. Yes, right? I do have so, a, my team. Yes, yes, and I like your team very much. Yes, I like them They're very great. much too. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Can you kind of expand on what that experience has been like for you even personally, you know, of managing people, your day-to-day, your because -day? it's like it's new to a lot of us. Yes, it is. 
It is, it's, you know, I have to be mindful of my, my approach, right? I always think about, you know, when I was a new hire, when I first started in this industry. So I try to take a, a soft and, and educational approach and, and explain the why and break it down to them. Because like I said, when I first started, you know, there's a lot of terms that I didn't understand or, you know, I would be requesting documents from a, from a client and they would get, you know, frustrated or just get skeptical and say, why do you need this? And I didn't have the answer. Mm. And so I make sure or I try my best to like kind of tell my team and give them positive reinforcement and encourage them like, hey, like you have to request this because of X, Y, and Z, because it's a guideline or because it's a requirement or... Yeah. Well, we can't yeah. just say because yeah. the underwriter said so. Yes, correct. Right? It's like there's correct. more to it. Like, why did the underwriter yeah. say so? yeah. So, um, and, uh, and there's different personalities, you know, before, yeah. like you said, it was just 15, you know, 15 people. And we, we knew off the bat, like, you know, who we were cool with, you know, who we can, you know, mess around with and play around with. Um, now, you know, we have this whole big team. So I have to be mindful of like the jokes that I make and how we, we do them anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everyone likes it anyway. Yeah. It makes, it makes the office a and lot. And if they us. don't screw them, we don't want you here. <laughs> It makes the office a lot softer and lighter because, you know, when we're dialed in, we're dialed in. But yeah. when we want to have fun, we definitely ha like to have fun. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, I, I hate the saying, work hard, play hard, mm -hmm. but it's not even about that. It's just we have a job to do. And the thing is, is that our job is important. We're not doctors and saving lives or anything yeah. like that, but we're helping people with you know, one of the, if not the biggest transaction of yeah. their entire life. Absolutely. And we need yeah. to know what we're doing. And fortunately we do. Yeah. And we teach the people that are new how to assess those things as well and how to approach clients and all that stuff. So I, I think it's it's fun. I've personally enjoyed, you know, growing my team as much as you oh, yeah, have. Your team it's, is great. It's, it's great to, you know, watch people grow and basically continue domination. Yes. Um, Okay, so we got some some good talking points here. Um, this is actually <laughs> this is funny. Um, can you maybe you don't have to give too much detail, mm -hmm. Sarah, but talk about like some of the challenges because we, we want to be real as well, right? Of it's course. not just sunshine and rainbows, despite the fact that we have extremely fast closing timeframes yeah. and all that stuff. Th there are definitely lows and and some stressful aspects of the business. Um, of and obviously without divulging client information, but can you kind of talk about that or even like how you handle it and, and what that stuff is, has taught you essentially and how you've grown from it? It's, it's mostly me meeting the deadlines. You know, when we get the approval, um, you know, will 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 be given you know we'll be given the heads up like hey i know this was just approved but we need this to close in like seven days or five days or yep. you know it's not very often but you know a time of the essence is there and like you, you have to get it to the closing table or you know your client is you know at risk of losing their initial deposit and um here at madison you know we care we genuinely care i, yep. I care um yeah <laughs> we, I we, care. we we know we yeah i care we all care so um I think the one of my biggest challenges personally is the the time constraint mm. and um, 
understanding that I can only control what I can control. Yeah. Like controlling the controllables, right? So if it's something appraised on title issue, all I can do is follow up and push and, you know, provide updates. You know, if it's if if, if it's something guideline related, you know, I need to, you know, jump in and resolve and get on the phone with the underwriter. I need to, you know, be transparent with the borrower and uh, set proper expectations. Um, I, but mostly it's just, I think it's time, but I think we've gotten a lot better with that. With uh, time constraints and deadlines. Yeah. Well, I mean, not just better. I mean, look, we're faster than every yes. single broker or bank mm-hmm. in New York. It's it's not necessarily that we don't have a challenge making those time frames. I think the challenge is is keeping everyone calm. Yes. In that process, because again, like if our average CTC, the, depending on the LO, is anywhere from ten days to twenty days, right? So, but we don't have trouble getting it to the closing mm-hmm. table. But it's just keeping everyone calm. So. Can that was that yeah. was good. So I scrapped that, strike that from the record. Yeah, that was well so said. So I, I reworded it for you. Thank you. Um, but can you kind of talk about like how? Because this this is very important, and sure. it's even important for me, like as a loan officer, is like how you communicate to the clients like what we need, the importance of it, setting expectations. Because I I find that, and we try to do as good of a job as we can up front of saying it's like okay like you want to close in six weeks or you want to close in three weeks or three years whatever right the 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 time frame isn't important for this example but it's like telling people exactly what they need to do to get there and like you said something that was quite interesting is you know we can't control everything and the clients often think that we do because we are in many ways we are the messenger between the appraiser, the, sometimes the inspector, the realtors, the attorneys. Yeah. Um, for New York transactions, it's an attorney state. Um, so they kind of look at us for everything, mm-hmm. but unfortunately we don't control everything. Yes. Um, so can you just kind of talk about like how you handle that, You know, the conversations that you have with them up front to, to set those expectations? Yeah, sure, you, p- you pick up the phone. I have all their du- you know, all my ducks. Yeah, just pick it up. Pick, pick up the phone and just be honest and be transparent and always explain the why. Like, you know, this is why this is happening. I want you to know that we're on your side. We're pushing. We're following up. I, like I will provide you with uh, with updates. Another thing that's great is that we can email, text, and call our borrowers. So if, you know, they don't get a phone call with an update at the end of the day, you shoot them a quick text. They text you back, okay. Yeah. Right? So that's, that's great. So, um, again, just getting on the phone, being honest, being transparent. Um, explaining, you know, what's going on and how we're going to work to resolve, kind of giving them an accurate turn time so they're not yeah. calling, you know, two, three times a day and following up, like, hey, do you Sometimes have an update for anyway. me? Yeah, yeah, that is. That's true. But, you know, I always put myself in their shoes. Like, you know, when I become a first-time home buyer, like, I, I'm anxious as it is, right? So yeah. imagine when I'm buying a home, I'm going to be calling you for an update. And that's <laughs> something, like, I started doing this a couple years ago, Sarah, where, all my clients, when they first reach out, like before yeah. we even like look at their credit, we look at their documentation for pre-approval. The, the first thing that I tell them is that unfortunately, like buying a home isn't how it looks like on TV, where it's so yeah. easy and you're just dancing through the meadows and it's just ah yeah, you know. Yeah. It's it is unfortunately it, it can be a very very stressful experience. We are. We're very good at what we do. Let's not lie, right? We're fantastic. We're fast and all that jazz. And we can take a tremendous stress out of the transaction, but we can't uh, take away all of it, right? So I find that like giving them that coaching up front is something that has helped me, has helped my clients as well because it sets the uh, expectations. Correct. 
So that's been huge. Now, th this is this is kind of a, a trick question. You may okay. hate me for this one. No. Um, but and, and this is rare, so I'm asking this purely for entertainment purposes. But we have those clients here and there mm -hmm. that will basically like ignore everything that we say. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I've got one mm -hmm. like from two weeks ago that oh, deposited yeah. cash. You you know the file. Yes. I mean it's closing. Uh, I think. Uh, oh shoot. Thursday. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but like, you know, we had this gentleman that just deposited cash into the mm -hmm. bank and sent money to a foreign country, mm -hmm. despite us telling him a million times, you know, not to do that. So, you know, do you have a particular way that you handle those types of clients other than just like repeating yourself a million times? No, uh, I get on the phone and I don't speak to them like a... I guess you can say uh, a like a person from a financial institution to to a client, mm. right? I speak to them as like a family member or a friend. Like, hey, listen to me, please. I'm telling you to help you. I was like, yeah. you have to follow my instructions, all right? Or you're going to delay your closing, or even worse, potentially not close on this house. You know, I you know this particular client, you know, had you know I, I don't want to disclose, of course, disclose you know his information, but. You know his his current living situation. You know wasn't ideal, and I knew he had young kids. And I'm like, I'm like, listen. I was like, you gotta work with me here. I was like, you gotta listen to me. So you know when you when you meet them, you know halfway, it's not more of like a professional you know relationship. You're kind of or a platonic relationship. You're you're kind of making it you know more with more emotions and like, yeah. hey, I care. So uh, you know when I spoke to him, I said so confirmation you're not going to do this these these things anymore right you're not going to deposit any cash right you're not going to you know you're not going to take you know everything in bulk and put it in without having sourcing right and i would say you have to say yes let me hear you say yes and they're like yes yeah. so um that's uh, that's like really repeat how you do back the instructions yes sometimes you know, we have to do it for their own sake. It's not yeah. for, at the end of the day, yeah. we're not the ones buying the house. It's for them. Yes. Right? So it's like, well, we're doing this for you. We want we want to help you close and have a good experience. Don't yeah. deposit cash and quit your job and do silly <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's It sounds crazy, but sometimes, like, yeah. people, even as the, the LO, like, mm -hmm. clients will not, like, do what we say. Mm -hmm. and, not, and we don't say it to them, like, you must do this. It's yes. like, this is... You know, if you want everything to go smoothly mm -hmm. and you don't want to have issues, do it this way. And yeah. they'll do the exact opposite because, you know, maybe some people just like drama, some people like a challenge, yeah. but like I said, it's one out of every two, three hundred, whatever yeah. transactions. It's rare, but those are the ones that we remember because they <laughs> cause us quite a bit of stress. But you know what? When we when we overcome and we, we get it closed, it's just like at the end of the day, it's like there's nothing that we can't. Well, they we always close. Yeah, yeah. They, we can't they always end up closing. Yeah. So, we always get it's, through it. It's funny. It's funny. Um, let's move on to kind of an, another subject. It's a boring one, but I think it's... I'm genuinely curious myself. The audience won't really care that much. But is is retail, your experience working when we were in retail at oh, our I previous company uh, versus being a broker at Madison? How is not just the internal system here changed, but more to like the experience working through one bank versus working with multiple lenders or our primary lending partner, UWM. Um, I won't expand much further. I'll, I'll let you. Yeah. Um, one is speed. Uh, like you said, we're getting purchase transaction, conventional FHA purchase transactions clear to close in like seven days yeah. from, uh, you know, sometimes from even the date of the, the, the contract, you know, not even from the date of approval. 
um, 17, excuse me, seven to 14 days. Um, the technology, oh my goodness, the technology that we have as a, as, a, as a broker and with the lender that we currently work with, UWM, compared to when we're in retail, like mind-blowing. Mind um, we have uh, access to, to underwriters that can help us problem solve and like triple confirm, you know, guidelines. You know, when we retail, I didn't even know the name of the underwriter when we were, you know, yeah. processing the loans. And, and if you called them half the time, yes. they didn't pick up yeah. because, and this is something that like a lot of retail loan officers and pro processors think of is that when you're going from a retail banker or correspondent lender, whatever you want to call it, and you're, you're working with one group of underwriters, mm -hmm. they know that you can't go anywhere else, Yeah. right? Whereas like when we're a broker, they give us poor service and therefore giving us poor service is giving our clients poor service and or our referral yeah. partners too, is that they know that we're going to take our business elsewhere. So the competition of the fact that we are a broker actually like keeps them accountable. It's, it's nice. Yeah. It, it benefits us and ultimately whatever benefits us will benefit our clients too. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so that's a, quite a, um, a a simple difference between the two. I mean, it's it for me, it's been night and day. Um, what I do want to jump back into, Sarah, is like, what has, what for you do you think that are your primary skill sets, or even like personality traits that think or that make you excel as a processor, and for new people looking to come into the business. Um, in a processing or even in an operations capacity, what type of skill set do they need to have? Mm. Uh, definitely need to have a, me personally, I think you definitely need to have some type of customer service uh, background. That would help. Yes. Yeah, that would probably help. <laughs> so um, again, you know, you're talking to clients, you know, they're, they're you know, sometimes, you know, stressed and you have to keep them, like you said, keep them calm. Um, keep them in the know. So customer service definitely goes a long way. Um, you have to have problem-solving skills. You know, if you if you don't know the answer to a question or you can't figure something out, there's there's always a way. There's always an answer. Yeah. Right. There's always the answer. You know, there's there's always a why or a how. You, like, you just have to you have to figure it out. Um, you have to be organized. Right. So when you're working a file, you have to have all your ducks in a row. You have to have everything properly labeled. You have to become uh, acclimated with the file. Understand like. Why are these borrowers refinancing? Why are these borrowers taking cash out? Why are they purchasing a home? You know, um, how come how come the wife is not on the loan? How come the husband's not on the loan? What's what's going on here? Um, uh, you have to be able to retain too. So um, you know, I, I you know I personally struggled with that. Um, you know, I've only been here what not only, but I've been here four and a half years, but it feels like four and a half months sometimes. To, to, well, to me also, <laughs> it feels like longer because I've been here. Yeah. January 13th, five days ago, was my full ninth year. Nice, and, congratulations. And, uh, thank you. But I, I feel like you've been with us the whole time, honestly. Like, yeah. I don't feel like you just came on. Yeah. Because so, you're like, you, you know, you're, you're, you're part of the crew. Yeah. You're part of the crew, so. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, going back to retaining. Yeah. So, you know, when you read up on these guidelines and you encounter these different scenarios, you, you know, you have to you know, remember because when you work another file, you come into the same scenario again. You you have to know how you, you're going to, you know, fulfill the condition and, you know, get the file to the excuse me, get the file to the closing table. So yeah. you become, you know, faster, efficient. Um, but again, you need to be organized. You need to be a problem solver. Um, have attention to de pay attention to detail 
And uh, I'm sorry if I said this already, retain. Yeah, no, retain <laughs> is important. Yeah, customer service is, is, is the biggest one, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it, But that's, it's simple, but it's not. Like, to me, what I absorb from what you said is basically you have to care and understand, like, the why or the, the, the deeper meaning. Because all the stuff on the surface, like guidelines and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Like, it doesn't really matter if you don't actually care. I, yeah. I don't think you can enter this business whether it's a, as a loan officer or a processor with just like going through the motions. Um, I would say that it is definitely a taxing business because you're required, if, you, if you're caring about someone's largest financial transaction, you really, really have to care. And don't get me wrong, like I know a lot of people in the business, especially the ones that work at like big banks, mm-hmm. right, or really, really large companies where every client is just kind of a number to them. Um, and they go into work like, you know, okay, it's cool. It is what it is. It's going to yeah. happen. Meanwhile, like you're over here saying, okay, we have specific deadlines. We have to communicate that. There's a tremendous difference. And yeah. I think, you know, because you don't have a ton of perspective because you haven't worked at other mortgage companies mm-hmm. or no other people in the business that you are, in fact, um, an outlier, right? You are a special person that you care. So that is a good thing, Sarah, and yeah. I think you should be very proud of that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, I guess this is something that we can not wrap up with, but... Uh, and we did touch on it before, but the people that are looking to get into the mortgage business, um, you did highlight some particular skills, but if you can, one, expand on those skills, and two, any expectations that you think people should have, or even like false expectations that you think people should get rid of um, for newer people looking to come on, like what advice would you have for them? If, If you're looking to build and grow, and in and, and more ways than one, and just your career and your income, um, this is the place to be, but you're gonna, you're gonna have to put the work in. Yeah. Um, I've learned more here in my f- about four and a half years here than I did in four years of college. Hmm. So I'm talking about like- Not surprised. <laughs> yeah. most people tr- yeah, tr- it's, tr- it's a tremendous learning experience. You know, what, you know, do's and don'ts, you know, when you're filing your taxes, you know, do's and don'ts, you know, to, you know, not mess up, you know, mess up your credit score. Um, yeah. Yeah, do, uh, do's and don'ts, you know, of what to, to do and not to do when you're, you know, purchasing a home. It's it's much Don't more than that. Don't quit your job yeah. before you, you know, close. Yeah. Don't retire. Yeah. Don't, you know, not pay your parking tickets because it eventually... Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll show up on title. Yes, it'll show up. Um, pay your bills on time. You know, all these, all these things bills. that... Yeah. So I was listening to that like two, three days ago. <laughs> Destiny's Child. Pay my telephone bills. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, continue. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> oh, just another day job. chatting with uh, Ben Lavender. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so if, if, if you want to build, if you want to grow, if you want to learn, um, this is the industry for you, but, you know, be prepared. You know, be prepared to, to dial in and, and put the work in and, um, yeah. and, uh, and, and grind. Um, but but the payoff is is it, there's you know with, with certain things like there's a lot of build up to no payoff but the the, the the reward and the payoff is 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 absolutely amazing yeah um, and you'll see how far you grow and and how much knowledge you gain in just the short period of time of of working in this industry it was amazing because like I said when I first started it was like rocket science I remember when I first met you 
um, you I said to him. me, yes, you did. You said, are you ready to be a mortgage master? And I was like, are you ready to master mortgages? And I'm like, I don't know if I can master mortgages, <laughs> but okay. I'm sorry for saying that to you in like your first week. That was the most No, it's intense. totally fine. I, I, I love you guys. I love working with you guys every day. Um, and uh, yeah. I want to expand on that actually. Sure. Because like I literally thank God mm-hmm. all the time that I found this business. Yeah. And it's not because like something that you're talking before about like the growth and the rewards. Yeah. And obviously as you grow in any career, or you should, there's monetary growth, which is important. Yes. We'll have bills to pay. Let's be real. That's important. But I think like something that I found in this business is that it forces you if you're looking to grow, that's the key word of which mm-hmm. we always are, is to really just improve yourself as a human being. I know that sounds cheesy, yeah. but in order to get to the next level, you have to constantly like reassess and think of like your weaknesses and what you can improve mm-hmm. on and even what strengths you have to double down on. And uh, another part of it, which I talked about kind of in the beginning, is that when you work here at least, yes. I, I feel, is that we have a real sense of purpose, or at least I do, and I, I think you do share the <coughs> same feeling with me, is that we don't just wake up and be like, okay, go to work, mm-hmm. you know, okay, nine to five, nine to six, whatever you, you know, your schedule yeah. is, and then punch out. It's like we have a, a very, very specific purpose, and I think that's nice because a lot of people don't. You know, they work jobs, and mm-hmm. it's not to knock them, right? It's just I think that we're lucky. We're, we're lucky that we work in a business and we have jobs that matter, that make a real difference to people's lives. Absolutely. And I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful that we know what we're doing yeah. and, <laughs> and, and we can actually help them. So I, I think that's important too for people looking to get into this, mm-hmm. the, the mortgage business or even potentially join Madison is that what, what we do here matters, right? Again, not to keep repeating myself, I, mm-hmm. I know we're not, operating on people and saving lives, but we're helping them with really, really important transactions, which make a tremendous difference to their life. You know, I I hear horror stories, Sarah, of like other lenders that have screwed up files and people lost their house, they lost the their deposit, like all this crazy stuff. We've worked those files together. Yeah, and yeah, well, because we often get those and fix them and close them. Yes, yes. Right, but like think about the ones that we we don't. And like every time I hear that story, it's like, Shoot, if, if they came to us first, you know, not saying that mm-hmm. every file is fixable, but look, a lot of the times we know workarounds, we know how to be creative and structure things differently. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it, it, it's a point of pride, I would say for us. And it's just, it's genuinely, it, it's really nice to wake up every day and be like, you know, what, what I do matters. So Absolutely. Think, uh, yeah, so Chris, our amazing videographer and marketing genius, basically asked Sarah, what the process has been or the difference for you has mm-hmm. been like between just running yourself as a senior processor versus managing a team, how that transition has been, the process. Mm-hmm. That correct, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Uh, as a processor, just you know, by myself without a team, um, and I think most processors can hopefully attest to this, um, we like to be in control. We like to know what's going on, what's been uploaded, what do we have, where are we, where are we going? And now with having a team, you're kind of delegating, right? So you're delegating these tasks to this person and you're asking this person to, to look through this file and sit and review with you. And um, 
it's 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 different again you know you have to you know be careful with your approach and you know you're 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 also building and growing as a processor and you have a team beneath you that you're trying to build and grow because you know your hopes is one day that they become a, a senior process, processor yeah. with their teams um so it's been it's been you have to uh, it's a sorry i hope you cut this out because i'm like it's <laughs> fun stuttering is fun i stutter um, all the time yeah um it's it's a balance because sometimes i'm i'm heavy into the pipeline and i'm updating the files and and reviewing docs and labeling docs and uploading and calling the underwriter and i forget that i have a team that you know they're emailing me questions calling me with regards to questions they want to do file reviews and i'm like Whoa! I was like, my time management's terrible. I gotta, you know, I gotta delegate more time to my team. And, uh, you know, th- these guys are helping. You know, helping. You know, Madison get these to the closing table too. It's not. It's not just about me being a processor and yeah. processing these lo- processing these loans. It's about me helping them build and grow and become more knowledgeable, so that it's it's less stress for the for the senior processors. And you know, there's a there's an even you know uh, uh, balance of uh, of work. Uh, and uh, yeah, so. Um, that's been, I guess, I hope that answers your question, uh, going from just a, yeah. a, a one-man process or one-woman processor to, to a team of three. Well, and, and it's fun, too, because you're, you're helping people, whether you realize it or not, Sarah, that you're helping people grow in their career. Yeah. Right? You're teaching them, you're mentoring them. I get tremendous joy from not just having the team, but like teaching the team, making yeah. them better making them you know get the same level of confidence mm-hmm. bring up their income bring up their skill set you're doing yeah. the same thing yeah you're doing the same thing yeah. so it's it, what what you do in raising that team is important and you're helping them become better it's it's a pleasure to see you know when you when you kind of run through something with them and teach them something and and then a week or two later they're like hey by the way you know I caught this I told you that two and, weeks ago and I, and, I, and I'd be like wow I was like good catch or like, you know, thanks for bringing this to my attention. You know, great job. Hey, can you get this for me in 30 minutes or in less than a day? They'll get it. I'm like, wow. You know, in just a matter of weeks, in just a matter of months. That's what the mortgage <laughs> business will do. When you get documents very quickly, it will be the most exciting part of your day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gathering documents yeah. and records. Yeah, tax return. Oh, my God. Yes. But, you know, but why, uh, joking aside, the reason why we get excited about that stuff is because it's you know makes us quicker, makes us better, faster. Yeah. We, you know, we get to the the closing table in a smoother fashion at the end of the day. Yeah. We're not excited to get a document. We're excited yeah. to get we where we want to in a faster and smoother correct, way. Like I correct. Correct. Uh, that's really what it comes yes, down to. Yes. When you let the realtors know, the attorneys know, the clients know, everyone know that hey, we're clear to close. It's just like. Ah, it's like, you know, New Year's. It's like midnight every time you get a CTC. It's like 12. And then the seller's like, oh, I need another month to close because I'm doing a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) It's so frustrating. But look, as long as we do our job, that's what counts. Absolutely. And Um, and like you said, we do it well. Before. Yeah, I was going to say final thoughts. Yes, final thoughts is um, uh, Madison Mortgage. We have a very unique and I think great corporate culture here. Yeah. Um, You know, most of us, some of us spend, you know, as, as little as eight or nine hours here. Uh, others spend maybe 12 to 14 hours here. Um, it's it's more than just it's more than just a, a company with 80 employees. You know, a, a lot of us have become more than just coworkers. Yep. Like we've become you know friends outside of the office. You know, I've been to you know Cat's son's birthday party. Um, you know, I've gone out to dinner with you know some of you guys, and uh, you know sometimes we send each other funny memes over the weekends. 
And um, it's, you know, to, to work in this industry, you definitely have to have like a good, a good tight unit and, and get along with everyone that you work with and bounce well, off. I, I love walking in and, and, you know, saying, you know, you know, saying good morning and, you know, laughing at 930 in the morning, you know, even though my eyes are like barely opened. Uh, I love yeah. randomly screaming at you when you don't expect it when I walk past your desk. Yes. It's fun for me. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, Sarah. Yeah. So like, yes. So <laughs> d d developing the relationships and um, we bounce off each other. We learn from each other. I love it. You know, Chris. Christina, Gabriella, Donna, Kat, Shannon, you, Tomer, Shaw, you know, it's, 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 it really is a pleasure, you know, Amanda, Nicholas, you know, I have to, I have to say their names and, you know, yeah, give them a shout, Adi, Christoph, <laughs> just, I'm just going to drop all the names of like everybody in the company. Name every single employee yeah. right now. <laughs> on that note. Yes. We out. Sarah, thank you very much for you. coming on to the podcast. Thank Finally, you. you're welcome, America, and whatever other countries people watch this in. Thank you again. Thank Let's you, Ben. Close some lives. <laughs>